Welcome to another episode of Pastor Six Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Brown. Joining me as always is Tsunami Wave. What's going on, my brother? Ain't nothing, man. You know, chilling. Uh, you know, Dylan. How you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> Mars. I'm good, bro. I'm good. No complaints. No complaints. Everything is good over here. Yes, sir. You ready to go? Let's get it, man. All right, let's go. If you guys don't know, this show is split into five parts. We start out with what games we're currently playing. Then from there, we're going to this week in gaming, where we briefly look back on games that dropped throughout this week in history. Then from there, we're going to some industry news. Then we'll each have a topic, and then we'll end with one gotta go or game versus. This week is my week, so I got that all queued up and ready to go. So with that said, let's jump right into it. What games are you currently playing, bro? All right, man. So today, well, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be two days into right after Apex did the rank split, which start resets yep. the rank. So I've been I played that a little bit on Tuesday, um, the day we recorded. Um also I play I've been playing Ark. I've been getting back to Ark. Ark is dope. If you don't know what that is, it's a survival game. I, I highly recommend. It's on Game Pass. Um right. uh, also this game called Flynn Son of Crimson is new. Is a day a day okay. one release on Game Pass as well. Really dope game. It's two D kind of style. It's about a young boy and his dog. Uh, you know, uh, saving their village. Uh, pretty much. Um, Halo Infinite, obviously, with the um campaign dropping, which I want to highlight because I haven't finished it. But I don't know if you finished it. But so far, so good. Uh, great. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Nah. It's dope. <laughs> so far, great. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what I've been playing so far. All right, so for me, I've been playing Hellblade ever since we did the Game Awards last week, of course. I downloaded the original Hellblade because we saw the trailer for Hellblade 2. Yep. The game is dope, man. I recommend anyone who got Game Pass on PC or the uh, console go play it. It's so dope, so much fun. It's not hard to play in terms of like buttons and things like that. Very easy to figure out. But the game itself is challenging, but it's also so dope. The graphics is ridiculous. And the yeah. game dropped in 2017. And it's that impressive. So I off that alone, go check it out. Uh the file size is not big at all. I want to say it's like 29 gigs. So it's not like a big file size or anything. Uh, and it's beautiful too. Yeah. I also played uh Halo, of course, the multiplayer as well as the uh campaign. The ca- as you said earlier, the campaign is absolutely dope. No complaints with that at all. Having so much fun with that. The multiplayer is dope. We've been on a little losing streak. I'm not going to lie. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to bring but that up. <laughs> that just shows that it's good competition out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what so, I was thinking? Like, uh, sooner or later, it'd be dope to kind of play our viewers in a Halo tournament. Our four against oh, their force. 100 percent dope. 100%. Yeah, yo. So, with that said, let's jump into This Week in Gaming, where we briefly look back on games that dropped throughout this week in history. And starting out is a game that a lot of people, I mean, you had to be from a certain time to really know what this is. I feel like this is one of the few games off of the Genesis that a lot of people may not know. You know what I mean, if you know, like, as you know how they say, if you know, you know. Facts. This game is like a walking example of that. Like, if you know, you know, and if you don't, then it's all good. We're talking about Golden Axe, which dropped 32 years ago for the Sega Genesis. And this is a game that I didn't like when I was younger. That's like 100% truth. No lie. You know what I mean? I didn't like it yeah. at all. It wasn't Sonic. So, like, just being completely like fair, wasn't Sonic. So, I was like, I, I don't like it. But... I went, ended up playing it probably like five years ago now, and it's actually better than I thought. I definitely would think it's for older kids or, you know, and then and beyond is definitely not for what the age I was at the time. So I didn't like, like it then, but now I still say it's okay. Not like all time great or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So with that said, what's your thoughts on Golden Axe? I mean... Uh, this is one of those classic 2D kind of games that, like you said, you got to kind of grow a little bit older to appreciate. Um, when I was younger, I didn't really too much like this game either. But um, it's right. because, you know, they was dealing with games 
uh, that had familiar characters that was in the same kind of style. So like it was it was kind of hard for them to compete. This was like a, a OG arcade game. Um, right. But it's super dope to play with the homies. Super dope to play solo. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. Like like we said, uh, as you get old, you could appreciate. And it. I mean, if you older, I mean, you kind of you old enough if you listening to this clearly. So yeah, you should give it a try. Uh, I think it's pretty dope. Let's jump into the next game. The next game we're talking about is a game that I didn't realize that I knew that it was when I first was researching. I was like, I don't think I know this game. Turns out I do. I just don't like it at all. (laughs) 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 We're talking about, I believe it's called Gex, like Gecko. Um, And this game came out 26 years ago. And like I said, when I first saw it, I was like, I don't think I know this game. But come to find out, I do. Um, And I remember it was because it's made by Crystal Dynamics as well as 989 Studios. And 989 made a lot of the football games for the PlayStation. And I remember that this game came as a demo. I want to say it was NFL Game Day that this yep. what, they had like a demo for this game. So I remember playing it. And I didn't like it at the time. It just felt like a bunch of, you know, like all the other platformer games kind of felt very Crash Bandicoot-ish. You know what I mean? I believe this game was right before Banjo-Kazooie, so I can't even say that. But, like, it was, it just felt very, like, I don't know. Like, it's just kind of one of those things that slips through the crack. I didn't like it at all, to be completely honest. What's your thoughts on this game? Have you ever played it? Uh, No, I ain't gonna lie. Um, The Gecko... It was just not interesting to me, man. Not gonna lie, like the the look, the 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 cover yeah. art, the the commercials, it just didn't catch me at all. Um, yep. So I, I I didn't play. So I'm not gonna talk about the gameplay as if I played it. Look, it looked, looked kind of Mario sixty four ish. So yeah, that would obviously uh, make it kind of hard <laughs> to you know be qualified as an all-time great because it's going to, it will it would have to go against uh something like Mario 64 but um you know I I wonder like did the Geico company get the idea from this or vice versa I don't know <laughs> I will say I was thinking I want to say the Geico Gecko might have been around before I'm not a hundred percent sure though, so don't. Yeah, don't me neither. Me I know, I know that both of them been around for a long time. Uh, that kind of be kind of cool for us to look up and and then bring up right. in the next episode. But yeah, um, I mean, I'm not gonna say this is a must play or you should check it out because I don't know. I never played it. <laughs> maybe I should check it out. So maybe I don't know. Let us know on Facebook. Or one of our other social media platforms is this game. How is this game? Yeah. Is this game dope or not? The best way I could say it is picture a merge between Crash Bandicoot and Super Mario 64. You kind of have this. And yeah. that may sound dope, but it just doesn't. Those two games don't mesh right. You know what I mean? And that's kind of why this game doesn't hit. Like I said, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not opposed to going back to check it and checking it out, but. I don't know. <laughs> so with, with that said, let's jump into the next game. The next game we're talking about is a game that I did like. I remember when I first got this game for the Nintendo 64, me and my brothers played this game like into the ground, even though one could say we probably shouldn't have because of yeah. the subject matter. But yeah. hey, man, it's a different time. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. Yo, we talk- we're talking about South Park for the Nintendo 64, which came out 23 years ago, man. I see how now a lot of people will say the Nintendo 64, I mean, how South Park doesn't really have any good games. And whether you like the Fractured But Whole game or you like the uh, Stack of Truth, eh, whatever. I did enjoy those games, but I get what they're saying. They're talking about this game. This game made by Iguana, and at the time Iguana was rocking and rolling. They was putting out games left and right. This game was so dope, bro. It, again, the multiplayer was dope at the time. Most multiplayer games on the 64 was dope, so that just fit right in. The story mode was dope. This was like when South Park was just getting like popular. Mm-hmm. It was so dope. I've the background story in this game is crazy, so I can't wait to do a deep dive because this game was like really like they didn't care about making it because the original creators of South Park weren't even involved. Yeah. So this game was kind of just thrown together. And there's one of those instances where 
If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like South Park itself, just let us control the characters. Let us do some of the things we see them do on TV. And you got a game. And that's what they did. The game is so dope. Uh, I still have the game. I play it all the time. This is one of the few games that I do remember the cheat codes for. Like Cheesy Poofs and like <laughs> and all the other. And, and yo, if you have not played this game, make sure you guys go and play this game. I promise you. You could probably find it in stores for like under 20 bucks. So if you have a 64, make sure you check it out. I highly doubt it will come to the Nintendo Switch online expansion pack just because of the subject matter alone. But Yeah, this game is pretty raunchy. Yeah. So what's your thoughts on South Park, bro? I mean, uh, I didn't know that the creators of South Park wasn't involved in the game. You really can't tell by the way it was uh, put together. Right. Because they make you feel like you in South Park. They make you feel like you each of the characters when you yep. control whoever you're controlling at the time, you feel like that person, they talk like they sell, you know, they say they phrases, they, you know, obviously you can't right. see how you move, but you know, the way they just interact with each other and everything, just you it make you feel like South Park. Um, but, you know, I always thought this game was like a parody of 007 because you know how South Park like to do. They like to poke fun yes. at other games. And I just feel like this was their way of poking fun at shooters at the time. And the most popular shooter around this time was 007. So, yeah, yep. that's that's at least my theory on that. Yeah, man. Yo, once again, make sure you guys check out this game if you have a chance. I promise you it's fun, whether you're playing story mode or multiplayer. If you like South Park, then you absolutely have to check this game out. Facts. But, yo, that's all we got for this week in gaming this week. So... We'll be back with some more heat next week. For now, let's jump on into industry news. And the first thing we are talking about is Bungie employees speak out about the work culture. Now, if you guys remember two weeks ago when we talked about some of the issues going on with Sony and with the employee and the reaching out to the minor and everything, I said on the show that, unfortunately, this is probably something that we're going to hear about more and more now. That doesn't mean that these are new instances of what's happening. But now I feel like people, you know, they're being more encouraged to speak out, which they should be. Absolutely. And they're bringing up and they're bringing their stories forward, which they should, because this can help minimize these type of instances from ever happening again. Facts. Well, here we go again. Bungie. Widely known, of course, for the first two Halo games. I'm sorry, the first three Halo games, which were critically acclaimed and everything. But employees speak out about their work culture. And this is something when I read it, I was like, and I hate to say this, but I wasn't shocked. You know what I mean? Because we've gone through this now. We've seen this a bunch of times now. But whether it's them saying, you know, it was was more like a boys club and their sexual harassment all the way to the HR department seemed like they were just protecting more of the accusers than the actual people who were being abused. It's just like the same song and dance that we keep reading over and over and over again. And it's just one of those things that when you read it, it's kind of disheartening because especially if you like playing the games that they made, like Halo, big fan of Halo 1, 2, 3 was like my absolutely favorite Halo of all time. It just kind of sucks. So, you know what I mean? To like read these things. And the fact now I will say that so far, a lot of employees did speak out saying that, you know, that they did start to clean up. Some say it's a little too late, which I agree with. You can't just try to clean these up when other companies are falling around you for the same thing. I wish they would have just... T- well, one, I wish it would have never happened in the first place. But two, I wish they would have took the initiative when the time came. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think they should have handled it when it was brought to them. I don't feel like... Uh, I mean, I, I guess it feel like they trying to clean house before shit hit the fan, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't want to be... Right. Uh, I mean, this shit is it's tragic. It's tragic. Um, and I think with all of the light that gaming and it's starting to get, you, like you said, it's going to come out more and gaming is becoming more of a sport. Uh, it's becoming more of an entertainment is the, yep. the, is becoming a platform for people um, in that space outside. I mean, in that space period, you know, because you didn't really hear about people in the video game space. You didn't really hear from them. 
there's not really a platform for them. For them, it's right. not uh, the game awards. Don't even highlight them really and let them speak. So um, that's kind of what uh, streaming does in a way. Yep. And content creation in a in a, in a, in a whole, it give people uh, a second job, and then that give them more light. Right. So with that, I think the game industry. Uh, is getting that light that it deserves, and that's giving people the power to speak out against these big companies that's trying to silence them. Um, so I think this is super dope, and we get a more clean, wholesome, family fueled uh, gaming industry that's gonna uh, obviously release super dope shit. Excuse right. my language. If they feel more oh, yeah. family based. If, they, if yep. you come into work feeling like people got your like back target. and like it's real, you're going to work hard, especially when you love yep. it. 100% true. And I'm, I'm pretty sure all them people working with, in the video game industry, they're not doing that just because <laughs> that's not an easy job to get. <laughs> they love right, that right. shit. You feel me? So for them to be putting out whatever because they don't feel like being there... Man, you could like you could kind of tell, uh, you know, the video games take a hit when stuff is going on. Yeah, man, there's a ton of bugs. Is is like you could tell, tell. Yeah, yo, it's one of those things that I just hope again, and I'm gonna say it again. I feel like this is something we're gonna see going forward. This is not something like brand new that you know it's gonna be shocking, but it is something that we're going to continue to unfortunately see as time goes on, and. We'll have more on it, um, but for right now, again, if you guys are working in the industry, please report if you see any of these in, in, these instances happening. Believe it or not, that type of support can go a long way in helping stop it or to comfort the person that is happening to. But make sure you speak out, um, be a champion for it, and if it's happening hopefully to you definitely speak to somebody if you scared, right. and hopefully that person will help you out. Hopefully this is something that going into 2022 and 2023 and 2024 and everything else that we can eliminate and not have to talk about that. But I feel like 2022 is going to be full of these stories because, again, this is not just a Bungie thing. This is not a Sony thing. This is not an Activision thing. This is something that has plagued the gaming industry and various other industries for a very, very, very long time. Now, (laughs) with that said, let's jump into the next piece of news. The Steam Deck is on pace for a February February 22 release. Now, this is something that I find very interesting because, again, the Steam Deck is something that a lot of people think is dope, but I'm not 100% sure if a lot of people are willing to make the purchase. Now, we don't have a price yet. We don't have, you know what I mean? We don't have this type of information. But at the same time, it's like with all the other various ways to game out and the xCloud is doing pretty well right now i must say and just various other ways to stream games i'm wondering how much of a of a success is going to be you know yeah so i wanted to get your thoughts on what are your thoughts about the steam deck as now we may be what two months away now from a release i mean i guess i guess the biggest thing is like what 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 can we expect Right. Well, as far as like games go. Um like questions that's I need the, answering. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's dropping on February, so I'm I mean, I'm not excited because I don't know what to expect. And I feel like that's a thing that a lot of uh industries uh overlook, video game industry wise overlook. They they gotta give us a bone, they gotta give us something. You give us something, give us a cliffhanger. Right. You know what I'm saying? Something. And then, and when you're dealing with a streaming service, obviously you can't do something like that. But you got to give us a couple names, something, give us a couple, yeah, something give us a couple to hook of us. Your big dogs, a couple of your little dogs, a couple of your in between. Let us know what we're yep. looking at. Like, if I really want to spend my money, I don't want to uh, come to it in February, then go to download it, and then it just say Stream Deck as a title, yep. and then I have to download it to see what it what it has. I don't want to do that. Right. I'm not going to do it. So 
mean, hopefully they if if this this is the case, hopefully they got more information in the coming weeks. I'm I'm pretty sure yep. they will. So let's just I mean, that's the biggest thing for me. What what is on what does what what is it? What's the what's yep. the games? Not what is it. Yeah, what's man. the games? So I as far as I know, I haven't heard anything about a deal going on with uh Game Pass or anything like that or the X Cloud. So that right there to me is a disappointment. Game Pass is huge right now. It's only growing as we start to look towards the slate of 2022. And almost all the top games that are going to drop on from Microsoft is going to drop onto Game Pass. So that right there is an opportunity mess. And I'm sure it's not easy to get Microsoft to work in terms of, I'm sure there's money things going on. You know what I mean? But at the same time, a lot of you can if you could play games like Redfall, which would be out Starfield or um, Halo or any of these type of games, like kind of handheld. Mm-hmm. That's something that that would get a lot of people to buy the Steam Deck. You know, so I'm very interested to see what goes on with that. Only time will tell. But I think that now that we're two months away, maybe even under two months away, I agree with you. Now it's time to really speak out. Now it's time to go full press marketing. If you're going to delay it, then fine. This makes sense that we haven't heard much about it. But now's the time to really start. Hey, if you like playing this game, you can play it on a Steam Deck. You like you're interested in this game that's going to drop in, let's say March or May. You can play it on a Steam Deck. That might wow. even get somebody like me to buy it who really don't have much of a outside of being a collector. I don't really have much of an incentive to buy it. That could get wow. me to buy it. Well, let me let me rephrase because like um, I think we could assume that since it's Steam is connected to Steam, that it's going to have the same games as Steam. Yep. Um, But we can't assume that, you know, like you said, you don't you don't have a PC. So, I mean, you have a PC, obviously. I'm that. You don't play PC games. Right. So you don't have Steam Deck. You don't have Steam on your PC to know what's available to Steam. So I feel like they should inform people. They should do better advertising their stuff um, because right. really it's just you. I guess you just going with your regular fan base, which is assuming that people that has a PC, that game on PC is going to want a handheld version. And yep. outside of that, what's the capabilities? Because that's really a question. What's the capabilities outside of the video game? Is it just a Nintendo Switch that you could use to play PC games, or <laughs> is it like a PC that you could use to play PC games? <laughs> then that's a different story. That's a hundred percent my question, to be completely honest. But yo, with that said, let's jump into the last thing piece of news we're talking about this week. The Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack added five Sega games. <laughs> now, if you guys don't know, Banjo Kazooie is coming to the uh, Switch Online expansion pack for the Nintendo 64 in January. Some were kind of hype about it. Some were not hyped because obviously Banjo-Kazooie has been one of the games that has been available all this time yeah. via Game Pass. But I I go back and forth. I kind of get why they're only releasing about one or two games for the 64. That's only because there's only 296 games for the 64 all time, right? Mm-hmm. PlayStation PlayStation 1, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox, they all have like min- like minimum 7 800 games for the you know what I mean? Yeah, they got it. The, the the N64 has 296. So I understand. You can if you really want, you can like by the end of the year have them all on the platform. Would but they're dope. not doing that. Right. It would be, but of course, you know, as a business, you want to roll it out. You know what I mean, yeah. put a little yeah. crumb out there, see if they take it and all that. But because Sega has a massive <laughs> like library of games, they can put five games out. You know I mean, ten games out when like practically whenever they want. So they added five games, and the exact five games for those who are wondering are Altered Beast, Thunder Force Two, Toe Jam and Earl, which we talked about on our very first episode. <laughs> But that game is dope. If you guys don't rem- if you guys don't remember, I did I go back go and play it. it. That game is absolutely dope. I, I will go play it. You know what? I take back everything I said in our first episode. 
we were young at the time. Right, that game is dope, yo. Because I actually heard somebody say one time, I forgot exactly who said it. I'm sorry, I, f- I forgot your name. But I remember somebody like, I told them to check out the podcast and they were like, yeah. So, you know, some people will just listen to whatever episode is out. Mm-hmm. Some people will go all the way back to the first episode, which is kind of messed up because I'm like, come on, man. We just getting our <laughs> we just getting our feet under us. Don't go to the first episode. Yeah. Go to the recent one. Some but people I remember he was like growth though. No, yeah, I get it. But like he was like, How don't you like Toe Jim and Earl? I was like, see, go back to like a few episodes ago because <laughs> I said it was dope. But like, nah, like that game was dope. Uh they also added Sword of Vermilion, which is a game that I heard about, but I have not been able to actually play it yet which is why i'm hyped it's coming to the expansion pack because it's an easy way to play it uh dynamite heady which i've never even heard of to be completely honest never heard of that either so uh it might be a japanese game to be honest but i'm not 100 percent sure so those are the games and i think it's gonna so i i'm actually happy to see that they are adding something because i know people are starting to get very restless about that but i wanted to get your thoughts on how do you feel that you know People are getting frustrated that, you know, they paid the extra money. The controllers are somewhat high priced. I'm, you know, I mean, I get it, but they are kind of high priced for the, for what they are. They're adding maybe one in 64 game a month. There are months where they don't add one at all. The Genesis at times, you know, they'll may add more, but people are really in it for the 64. What's your thoughts on what's going on and kind of just the overall state of the Switch Online expansion pack? Uh well I'll start off and I'll say this we gotta be honest about the controller price and the price is ridiculous for the controller yeah it's just yep. uh a old controller with a different port on it you know yep. what I'm saying so like the seventy dollars that's ridiculous um that's that's point blank uh the way they roll it out though I'm not really upset maybe. They could be a little more consistent with how they roll it out. So, like you said, they're going to do one a month, do one a month. You still got uh, a couple hundred and something months left that you could do it with. You know what I'm saying? And keep the Genesis the way it's rolling, a couple games a month. Uh, And nobody really could complain because, I mean, who really got time to knock out games like that? (laughs) You feel me? So, I mean, I, I really can't complain. I don't got time to knock out games like that. So, right, right. I would love, right. I mean, I mean, we all wish we we had the time, but we don't. We just don't, right. So, with that said, yo, that's all we got for industry news. Let's jump into topics. I had a topic that I was going to talk about, and we'll, I'm going to push that to next week. I'm actually going to call it an audible right now because now I actually read, like, right before we did the show, that Tencent, which is a uh, game studio, was going to acquire Turtle Rock Studios. But then I read that that they might be backing out of the deal. So I'm going to pick up on that next week. I'm kind of going to call a quick audible because I, I don't want to I don't want to report something that's not true. You know what I mean, so Thanks. I'm just going to basically ask a quick question and we'll quickly talk about it being that it is the holiday season with Christmas being this weekend. Can you give me like maybe your top one or top two, top three, whatever you're comfortable with memories of getting a game for Christmas? You know what I mean? And I, and again, we are going to kind of shift gears now because literally I was ready to talk about Tencent about to acquire that studio, but then they now all of a sudden they might not. So I'll go um, first. If you, if you want to go first, you can go first. If not, I'll go first while, while you're trying to think about it. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'll I off the top of my head I can okay. think of, of of two. Okay. Uh the first one being when I got the Xbox, the OG Xbox uh for Christmas, man. I had a white long sleeve t shirt on with <laughs> some blue and I think it was two checkered dark blue and light blue, I don't remember, or maybe stripes. Uh yeah. pajama pants and you know, no the dusty haircut. <laughs> you know how it was back in the days in between haircuts. You know what I'm saying? I had the I fresh in between you, haircut. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, you know, and I didn't think uh, holidays is always a rough time for me. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Because my mom was. Uh, Same here. Mom is not. A, wasn't around for shit. Way more 
of them than she was for them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, 100%. So I I didn't I was not having like the holidays is tough. So I don't like I unless I get like I wasn't really happy per se. I feel you. I was grateful 100%. for the gifts I was getting, but I really I wasn't happy. You know, and then um, right. I opened up the Xbox and that changed everything. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, yep. I didn't ask for it, but I wanted it though. I know, yep. I knew the fight. I know at that time, you know, I knew the financial situation. Um, so like I wasn't really asking for crazy stuff. Maybe once in a blue, I asked for some Joy- Jordans or something <laughs> that right. I knew I wasn't going to get, but still, Hey, um, and then, uh, so yeah, that was super dope. And then the next time was when the PSP came out. Ooh, um, I remember. Yep. Yeah, I remember that PSP came out. Uh, like I said, financial situation wasn't dope, but my right. aunt made a way to get all of us PSPs, and I think that was four of them at yeah. the time. So like. Uh, I don't remember how much the PSPs was going for back in the days, but it wasn't uh, cheap. <laughs> it was the handheld PlayStation two forty nine ninety nine? I'm almost positive. Yeah, you feel me? So she she yeah. was able to get us four of the handheld PlayStations. That's a G, for all yeah. the boys, you know. And uh, that was another one of those times where you know it was just dragging along, and then I and then we all got that. It would change the dynamic right. of the whole day. Uh, it was super dope, like you know. Not yet. No, yo, that's dope. Like one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this up, besides, of course, Christmas being a Saturday, is just the fact that like across like if you celebrate the holidays or even if it's a birthday or something, video games kind of can help bring that smile out of you. Right. Yeah. Like, again, like holidays is not always the easiest for some, some of us. You spoke about that. Like, I, I, I obviously can echo your sentiments with that. Well, one of the memories I remember is just. I believe this was Christmas of 2001. At this point, the GameCube's out, right? Mm-hmm. So we get the GameCube. Uh, Tony Hawk is the game we get with it. And I just remember being like, yo, got a new console. It's, hot, it's a hot console out right right now, right? I was just, I remember hooking that up, playing that. Right after that, we ended up getting Madden. Smash wasn't too far around, around that. I just remember being like, you know, you in school, being like, I can't wait to go home and play the GameCube. Some Thanks. like some of your friends, like, yo, you got the GameCube? Like, yeah, we got the GameCube, bro. Like, that's just one of like the memories at Christmas of 2001. I remember that. And like, and, like, my man Vic and Chu, they used to come across the street and play. Like, it was just so dope. You know what I mean? That's one of memories that always stick out Simpler to me. Times. I do, I'm, man, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, like, I love my life, life now, but there's times where I'm like, bro, to be back in that, oh my God, man. But then also, I think back to Christmas of last year. Now, if you guys don't know, I collect video games, right? So I remember being like, hey, my wife would always be like, yo, how come you don't have Super Mario 64? And I'm like, well, the game is always ridiculously high price. We talk here all the time how Nintendo 64 games don't ever lose value, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm like, look, I beat the game already and all that. I'm not going to buy it. If, if I want to play, I can go play on the Wii store. I can play it on the Wii U store. Um, at this time, there was no Mario All Stars. There were no Mario, um, Switch Online expansion pack yet. So I was like, all right. I was like, and I have it for the DS. So I'm like, I'm good. I don't need it. Right. But she always knew that I wanted it. Right. So I'm like, whatever. So Christmas morning comes and I'm like, I'm, opening my gifts i got a lot of dope gifts like my, my wife is very good but like with gifts so i'm like oh this is dope and she handed me like a box now i'm thinking like you know how like when you get a gift you like you try to think about what it what is it before is, you yeah. actually open it yeah it looked like a jewelry box so i'm like i don't really wear jewelry i'm like kind of weird right yeah but she wrapped it in a way where it concealed what it was bro i wish she would have got this on tape because i opened it and i was like what the hell is this I'm opening it's nothing, right? So I'm like, that's kind of weird. Open the other side, nothing. So I'm like, all right, scratch it open. And I saw that little orange red, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. And I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it, yo, the only way I can imagine it is how somebody would have been when they first opened up the game Christmas of 96. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, yo, I dropped the other gifts I got. Like, <laughs> I ran to the 664, popped it in, like, it's me, Mario. And I was like, yo. <laughs> so, like, yo, like, that's a memory I will always have. You know what I mean? Now, now I understand the game is accessible because you, like, you could play it on the thing. But, as you know, nothing beats at times when you just have to slot the, uh, the cartridge nothing in. Nothing beats the old. Nothing G. beats that, bro. Yo. So like that's one of my favorite memories. I just happened to have happened last year, but it's so dope. And like, like she'll still like mess with me now about that. How like, oh, remember when you got that game? But yeah, nah, man. Like, so I just wanted to bring that up because Christmas is one of those times where like, yeah, you know I mean, video games can kind of you know elevate how you feel. Like holidays is always a tough time for folks, whether you're stressed about shopping or whatever but as you know you got kids i i I have a child so like watching them open up things like that is so dope you know what i mean like now we get to be on the other side of that yeah i i wasn't i didn't say that but uh you know my kids make christmas way better now you know what i'm saying it's easier to get through the holidays now with them because they they excited over everything (laughs) you know what i'm saying like you know uh so yeah uh, I hope everybody enjoy their holidays, though, and right. video yes, games will yes. never leave you. So if, if it ain't great for you, man, you know, you can always turn on them games and get lost in the world uh, of whatever you like. It's you a know? fact, yeah. So with that said, let's jump into your topic. Yes, sir. So Ubisoft is dealing with a lot of, um, they dealing with like a mass exodus. Let's say, okay, gotcha. So, gotcha. um, I think the world knows that there's like a mass uh, awakening where people just don't want to work at yep. your typical nine to fives, um, and I think that is going all the way into the jobs that uh, even people like me and you would think would be you know, like a good job, so to speak. Yeah. Um, people just don't want to do it anymore. They, they're going on their own things, and it's affecting Ubisoft. Um, they have lost 25 people that was credited on working for Far Cry 6, and then yep. they just lost 12 of their top 50 credited people <laughs> for Assassin's Creed. So, like, um, what do you think about that when you hear that do you think that's a trend that will continue if it continue uh what do you think that's going to mean for the video game industry do you think it's like what do you think yes so i do think it's going to continue i think there's an easy fix pay people what they're worth now i know right now it's trendy to say you know know your value be an entrepreneur don't ever work for someone well that's kind of unrealistic because if you want to get into the video game industry, you're going to have to work for somebody unless you're one of the very lucky ones who can create a dope independent game and then get your own studio. Very rare. Right. So you're going to have to work for one of the major developers like a Ubisoft. Right. And I don't know exactly what's going on with the Ubisoft situation. So I can't really say exactly, but I know there's many studios, Ubisoft being one of them where past developers have worked on a game. And not only were they not fairly compensated for their work in the game, they weren't even mentioned in the credits. That's you know crazy. Saying? Yeah, that's so crazy. So, like, and if you if you know anybody who works in the video game industry, the film industry, the music industry, that credit is a huge thing because that you can basically, that's how you prove things that are on your resume, right? And your work experience. So, I think that this also, is going to... 100%. I do think that this is a trend going forward. I actually agree with it. And I know some people may think, oh, well, you know, stop complaining. But no, these people, they, like, again, we talk about crunch culture in the video game industry all the time, right? Yeah. There's nothing worse than crunch culture, except when you go through that crunch culture, and then you don't get fairly compensated or recognized for your efforts. And I feel like Ubisoft, like an Activision, who had a similar issue, like a Blizzard Games before they merged with Activision, who had a similar issue, EA Sports, Take Two, which is two, which is two K. All of them, everyone in the industry is guilty. Nintendo with their first party, Microsoft with their first party, Sony with their first party. They all have similar employees with similar stories. 
I'm gonna tell you right now, they all can't be lying, right? Facts. You gotta pay people what they are worth. The reason why, there's been plenty of games where people wonder why. How come the original is not better than the sequel? How come the third one is not as good as the first two? And a lot of those times it comes down to key members of those leaving because they weren't fairly compensated. People often wonder why somebody will jump from Nintendo to Sony or Activision to Ubisoft from Ubisoft to EA. It's because they're chasing acknowledgement and they're chasing fair compensation. It's not like a lot of people in the game industry, like a Masahiro Sakurai is fairly compensated, fairly acknowledged for his work. And guess what? He never left Nintendo. There's people like, uh, Bernie Stoller, who worked for Sega, he worked for Sony. He was fairly compensated, and he, although he left for other reasons, it wasn't like he was just he just up and quit, right? Yeah. Things like that are important to fairly compensate. It would be like, for example, me and you are doing this show, and we're thick and thin, on screen, on air, and off air, right? Mm-hmm. Picture if I went to a convention. I was like, yeah, Pastor Six Podcast, whole crowd cheering. I'm like, yeah, it's me, just me. I'm the only one doing the show. I'm the only one doing, doing yeah. that. And then somebody like, wait a minute, you have a co-host with you every week. And now I'm like, nah, it's just me. <laughs> like, yo, some Joe like, Button shit, huh? Right. I'm telling you. And that's, again, that that's a perfect example. People were like, yo, it doesn't look good. As much as people like to take the credit. It doesn't look good. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah. okay, then what's the other person doing who's on every single show, every deep dive? He's on Facebook. He's on all the platforms, talking it up with the fans and stuff like that. So I'm like, yo, I don't, I never understood how somebody can work so hard on a game. And the least you could do is pay them. That's one. Two, Facts. put them in the credits. Also, Those video game. Video game credits be super long anyway, right? Like, yeah. I'm like ultra super duper long. Like, no, like nobody watch it. Just put their name in there. Make them feel like where and like I know someone like damn he got hype off that, but I'm like yo, it's one of those things that it can if left unchecked, a bunch of people will just leave the industry altogether. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it sucks because the like this is something people are passionate about. So pay them their worth. Fairly acknowledge the work they did, but I'm like the thing with the harassment. This is something we're going to be talking about for a long time. Facts. Hate them without the so, harassment. 100%. So, yo, with that said, let's jump into one gotta go a game versus this week is my week. So, with that said, I'm going to try to keep it holiday theme. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that said, Give me your top three video game presents you've ever gotten. Now, it could be order, no order. You're, that That's your call. You know what I mean? I don't want you to rank something and somebody's like, wait a minute. I, you you said when I got you that, that like, nah, I, I won't do that. So if you want to put them in order, that's completely up to you. If not, that's cool, too. All right. So you said top three holiday gifts. Yep, I mean, the, uh, that video, are games? video game themed, yeah. All right. Um, so I'm gonna start with three. Okay. Okay. So, she's. I really have to think for the third one because I. I mean, I already mentioned the top two. Um, obviously, I just would put it in the order. So the third one would be um. Uh, 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 what game I got for Christmas that I could think of off the top of my head? Dang, not a lot of video games. Oh, uh, probably Madden. Yeah, a couple of years. I think it was Madden 25. It was Madden 25. I forget okay. what year that came out. Um, uh, it could be games, consoles, whatever, just video game themed. Yeah, that what? Okay, I got that Madden for Christmas. I know that sounds crazy because you know Madden come out way earlier than Christmas, but you know it was just a thought to count. You know what I'm saying? By yeah. that time, I was grown and I didn't really uh, care for gifts. Christmas was more yep. about my kid at the time, um, right? And you know, uh, my pops went out his way and went and got a game and. Uh, you know, That's he dope, man. Yeah, thought Madden oh, yeah. would be kind of dope. I thought it was dope. You know, I was into Madden at the time. I just wasn't buying it. I was waiting for it to go on EA uh, 
Yeah, access. Yep. Smart guy. Smart guy. <laughs> you know, Don't be like me. Life at that time. You know how it go. Um, right, right, right. And I thought that was dope. So I guess that'd be number three. Number two is the PSP. Um, yep. Amazing. Like I said, I don't. My aunt was on her Superwoman. My uncle too. He was behind the scenes. My aunt was on Superwoman putting how that they together. Got four. Yeah, four of them joints is amazing. That's like thousand dollars worth of It was sold out. That's like buying a PS5 right now. They have bots. (laughs) Facts. Nah, but no, this was back in the days when you had to go to the store. It wasn't no buying online (laughs) back in the day. I mean, not, you know, the our our elders was not online with it. They don't they still ain't online with it like that. Right. Uh, They putting the phone all to their face, now I'm saying. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think that was super dope. Um, and then number one is obviously the Xbox OG. Um, yes. you know, like I said, I was in a, in a dark space, and that just kind of took me out of that space for a moment. Right. And I think that, and that, I, you know, that's my most memorable uh, Christmas, and actually is immortalized because I have a picture of it. So. Uh, that's pretty I got you. dope too. I think I should post that on on a on a Facebook page. Oh, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. <laughs> yeah, facts. Uh so for me, I'm going right off the top. Number three would have to be the Christmas where we ended up getting so what happened was our GameCube broke. So when we got the original GameCube, like I just talked about, yeah. um, it broke. I forgot exactly what happened to it, but I know it broke. Then we ended up getting the silver one for Christmas. And I remember being upset. Because when my dad got it, he addressed it to my brother Reggie. And I'm like, hold up. <laughs> I'm like, that's bragging rights forever. Don't play my GameCube. Which he, which he did. So I was like, oh, he did not. But like, he was like, nah, it's for all you guys. I'm like, but you address it to him. <laughs> so, so yeah, you Yo. know, Reg put that on his back. Right. <laughs> so I remember uh, we got he got that as well as WrestleMania 19. And that was the game we talked about on here. I remember me, him, my older brother, Mo, like we was just playing that game, triple threat matches, hell in the cell, all that. Like that was just so, so dope, man. Like Christmas, one of those times at the time, brothers are coming home from college, stuff like that. It was just a dope time. Uh, number two, I would have to go what I just talked, talked about last year with the, uh, Super Mario 64. That was just dope. Like that literally brought me back to being a child. I'm sitting there watching her with gifts. I'm watching my daughter open up gifts and that's just that's a blessing within itself to get me up off the couch you know getting older back hurting (laughs) legs hurting knees hurting i jumped off that couch like i was ready to run like the 40 yard dash you know what i mean like (laughs) so i'm like yo like that one got me hype and then no no and then hmm, i'm trying to think number one it would probably have to be i think it would be uh my brothers can correct me if i'm wrong I want to say it was the Christmas of 1998 when we ended up getting Mortal Kombat 4. And I just remember. Now, I don't remember if my mom got it, my dad got it, or if my grandparents sent up like a like a box. You know what I mean? Because I know that was the year that came for Christmas. God rest their souls. Um, But I remember that they had that. I believe it had the South Park game in it, too. And I believe it was Goldeneye. I just remember being like, yo, we got the 64 and we loaded now. <laughs> like, 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 we got, like, we got the hot games. Like, we don't got to go over to somebody's house now to play it. I remember being like, yo, this is so dope. Like, if we want to just play the game, we got our own system. We could play that, right? Yeah. And I just, I just I like, that's just a memory I can never, yeah, you know I mean, Facts. like, like, I go of. So those three are my fa- favorite, but it just is what it is, you know? Yeah. But, Yo, that's all we got for this week's y'all. Uh, shout out to y'all for the support, man. It's great. Uh, we're gonna get back to posting content. It's just been busy, you know, personal lives and things like that. But you guys have been holding it down. Tsunami Way's been posting a lot of great content on there, chopping it up with people. Some of the memes, the video games memes, are hilarious, and it's funny <laughs> how some people won't be able to understand it. But like that culture, you know what I mean, again, yeah, we, we keep going back to that word. Their culture they understand. So like when, or just like certain things that people won't get, like when, like when they showed Dr. Dre in the game, like we talked about last Facts. week, and like people were like, "Nah, man, nah, this, that's <laughs> not it." Right? It's hilarious that like some folks be like, "Oh, that's dope," but unless you're in that culture, 
is dope. And like, that's just what we try to say, you know, stick to. And that's what you guys are doing. It's so dope. Um, Unless you've been playing GTA 5 for 10 years. Shut the fuck up about Dr. J. <laughs> Okay. Yo, 100%. Yo, right. Right. You like, ain't got no say so. <laughs> we'll play that. We'll play that when uh he dropped the detox, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop his next album and we we cop but, that. But yo, of course we'll be back next next week with um the basically what 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 would be a New Year's episode, but until then, I'm Jay Brown. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, spend time with your family, eat some good food, play video games. Just remember, if you lose, pass the sticks. Tsunami wave, take it away. Hey, yo, happy holidays, man. Enjoy some time with your family. Good food. If you got kids, they at home, so enjoy them while they there. Yes. Uh, You know, thank you for the support, everybody. You know what I mean? It's, It's been a great ride, like Jay said. 100%. Um, we we trying to keep up with the posts and, and and just stay active with you guys. Yes. Um. We we definitely want to start dropping some video content. Yep. Uh. You know that you guys could kind of interact with a little bit more and just help 100%. us push so we can create even better, higher quality content for you, yes, sir. <clears throat> Happy holidays again, and as always, peace and love. We out. Peace. Peace. What's up, guys? It's Jay Brown from Pass the Sticks Podcast. A lot of you have asked me, is it hard to start a podcast? My answer has always been, it can be. Equipment, cover art, finding an audience, all can be time and brain consuming. That's why we use Buzzsprout. In our opinion, Buzzsprout is the best and easiest way to start your podcast. From putting episodes out to the major platforms like Apple and Spotify, to marketing your show, all the way to tracking those podcast stats. Buzzsprout makes all of this not only easy, but fun. The behind the scenes of podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. Now it's time for me and Tsunami Wave to pass the sticks to you so you can start your podcast. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout. By following the link in the show notes, let's Buzzsprout know we sent you. It also gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and helps support our show. Thank you. And let's get on with the show.